welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast for two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Christmas lover, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Pew, pew. I am. All right. Those finger guns were stupid. <laughs> Nobody can see them. I, no, no one can see How do you know it's actually me? Maybe I've switched with my long <laughs> With your, your triplets? Yes. <laughs> They're so inbred. They have many lookalikes. There are so many. I have not ever <laughs> seen so many lookalikes. There's no way in... there are three Vanessa Hudges in this world. Yeah, I know. There's I know. no way. There's three of them. There's three of them. You know, how did they do that casting call for all three? I don't know. They, it was amazing. Uh, like, but, I guess they were like, we need two Vanessa Hudgens lookalikes, you know, to play these roles. And then so. we need another one. Wow, it's impressive. Hey, you, over there with a terrible accent. Because there's no way Vanessa Hudgens was able to pull off those three characters. Oh, wow, the range. <laughs> the range. <laughs> all right, what did we watch? We watched The Princess Switch. Switched again. again. This is the sequel to last year's The Princess Switch. No, I think it's actually two years ago because last year was Night Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. That dumb, one, had... that dumb one where he doesn't know how to drive a car and she's like, here's the keys to my brand new car. Go drive. <laughs> it's a safe. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Did you? Oh, that movie. That movie's amazing. <laughs> um, oh, and that's. Night with a K, a Knigget before Christmas. The Knigget before Christmas? Yes. So if you want to give us a show synopsis on this, at some point we're going to probably have to bring people up to speed of what they missed in the first one. But I guess we can wait until we get to the... We can do a fast summation. Not right now, but like... (laughs) Someday. Someday. (laughs) Someday. We'll get to it. Or, you know, watch the first one. God. (laughs) But (laughs) why don't you let us know what we did watch? When Duchess Margaret unexpectedly inherits the throne to Montanaro and hits a rough patch with Kevin, mm-hmm. it's up to her double Stacy mm-hmm. to save the day before a new lookalike, hearty girl Fiona, foils their plans. Nice. Yeah. Princess Switch, Switched Again, stars Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa, they said that weird. With Vanessa, a, Hudgens. Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. She plays Stacey DeNovo, Lady Margaret, and Fiona. No, there's no way she played all three, the Rangel match. She has one accent. <laughs> that sort of goes topsy and she goes. She has the posh British and then like kind of snobby British. And that's yes, it. That's it. Well, I, I would have liked to see her play like German right. or French or something else. Yeah. But, and but, Okay. Okay. And okay, what killed okay. me about this movie too <laughs> is we find out that Margaret yeah. already knows about Fiona yeah. and has never mentioned this before. Never. Not like, being like, wow, there's so many lookalikes of me. Hey, there's a third one of us. <laughs> like, never. Like in the first one, they're like so amazed that they look like one another. And mm-hmm. she's like, she's never like, oh, it's just like me and my cousin. Her cousin. Her cousin. Her cousin. Moo. Anyway, Vanessa Hudgens, you know her. She's from <laughs> High School Musical and Journey 2. Nice. With the Rock. That's right. Loved it. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Josh Hutcherson. Love Josh Hutcherson. I know. We have Nick. It's Hutchinson, honey. Whatever. Who cares? Except for you. <laughs> you and Kat- I care. You and Katniss Everdeen. I care. We have uh, Nick Sager as Kevin. He's in Shadowhunters, which is very popular. We should really watch that. Yeah. It's very popular. We, I, I don't remember who else, but I feel like I'm... A lot of people that in shows that we've watched, watched are from, from Shadowhunters. Shadow yeah. 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 And the haves and have-nots. Mm, no thanks. We have Sue Ann Braun as Mrs. Donatelli. She's back, baby! She, she re- was in the first one. Yeah, she's reprising her role. Yeah. She was in Summer of Rockets and Stargate SG-1. Nice. We have Lachlan Nybor as Antonio Rossi. He uh, was in Torchwood. I don't recognize him from Torchwood. And Downtown... Downtown. Downtown Abbey. <laughs> from Downtown! <laughs> you know what? I just watched the movie. I don't know that he was in the movie, but now that I think about it, I think he, yeah, I, think I do recognize him really? from, from that. And then we have Mark Fleischman. As Frank DeLuca? Who the f- <laughs> is Frank DeLuca? Isn't Frank the driver? Uh, is he? The one with the deadly weapons for hands. Oh, I didn't even put mayonnaise down here. You didn't put mayonnaise! Okay, okay, just a quick recap. Uh-huh. We, since we watched Princess Switch 1 earlier the, yeah. this week. We have... <laughs> 
Okay. Basically, it's Prince and the Popper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we decided when watching this that <laughs> Margaret and Kevin are the way more interesting couple. Yes. Than Stacy DeNovo. DeNovo. And Mayonnaise. What's his uh, what name? is his name? Oh, Edward. 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 Yeah. Which we have basically dubbed as boiled chicken and, and mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> They're so boring. They have the most boring relationship. So there is no way we're going to get through this episode without referring to them as boiled chicken. Well, chicken Edward and specifically as mayonnaise. Yeah, we'll probably use that one a lot. Yeah. Stacy DeNovo, we kind of say, <laughs> with mayonnaise. Just in case, just a little key. Just in to, case to... you don't know who mayo is or mayonnaise, <laughs> it's him. We're just, just in case you need to translate what we're saying here. Although I do feel bad for him in this movie. Yeah, he can. I feel kind of bad for mayonnaise in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little been left out to spoil a bit. <laughs> just a bit. This was released just a few days ago yeah. on November 19th, 2020. The number one song is still Mood by 24K Golden, and the number one movie is Freaky. Haven't heard of it. I wondered what it was about. It's like basically Freaky Friday, except for it's like a horror movie where the teen girl gets stuck in a serial killer's body, apparently. And the serial killer body kills things? And and then the serial but killer wait, goes into the teen girl's body. So the teen girl's body is killing things. Yes, because okay. she is possessed right. by the serial yeah. killer, and yeah, she has okay. 24 hours uh-huh. to reverse it, or uh-huh. else they, the switch is permanent. Okay. So, there you go. Okay, sounds stupid. Freaky, right? Oh, I thought the title should be stupid. <laughs> um, do you want to give me your predictions for Princess Switch? Yeah, I was switch way again. wrong on this. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, expectations. In order to avoid the new stresses of becoming queen, Hudgens will find another body double and will escape like in The Runaway Bride, but will ultimately warm up her feet. Is that what The Runaway Bride's about? Yeah, she gets cold feet and ditches dudes or something. Did she get a double? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I want to see the Christmas elf, and if I don't see him, I'm going to be disappointed. And we did get to see him. And we saw him. It was about effing time. It was like the last 15 minutes of the movie before he even showed up, so I was disappointed, but there you go. There you go. Uh, My predictions were, if there is another double or triple, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with clones or robots. Yes, I agree. If that's the case, then I can only assume the movie is about a mad scientist trying to assume (laughs) control of the world by lulling us into a false sense of security with his legion of festive, bloodthirsty Hudgensenses. I like that. I know. I was, but that's not very Christmassy. And that's well, festive. Festive. I put the word festive in here. They only activate at Yule time. Nice. Nice. They're like the Yule lads. The yes. Yule Vanessas. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Speaking of the Yule lads. Oh, no. We got two more holiday monsters. Do you want to hear about them? Yeah, okay. Okay. Buckle up, everybody. I'm... Click. <laughs> <laughs> the first person we have to discuss today mm-hmm. is a being called Belschnickel. Belschnickel? Belschnickel. Belschnickel. He is a character out of German folklore. Yeah, I couldn't tell that from the name. That is more or less a dirty, abusive version of Elf on the Shelf. Gross. <laughs> His name comes from the German word for wallop. Okay. So to hit something. Yeah. And the pet name for Nicholas. So literally walloping Nicholas. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Belschnickel is described as a filthy character dressed in ragged furs. What do you mean filthy as in, like, he hasn't taken a bath, or filthy as in he's, like, a perv? Oh, filthy and and unclean. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And a perv. What? Well, let's see how this goes. Okay. He's usually uh, depicted with a hideous mask. Mm -hmm. He also apparently has an even dirtier sidekick named Rupert. Ew. Yeah, I found that out. He has a very long Twas the Night Before Christmas type poem. What? About him. I was going to read it, but you know what? We have so much to talk about. We're not even going to get through all of our notes. This podcast could last three episodes. I have so much to say about Princess Switch Yeah, too. Yeah, me too. So we're, I'm going to leave out that, but maybe you could look it up for yourself if you're interested. Uh, in the weeks leading up to Christmas, this is his deal. Uh-huh. Belschnickel would start to narc on bad children to Santa. Okay. He would like peek through their windows. Ew. And, yeah. And that's why I was like... <laughs> It can be a little pervy, too, I okay. guess. Okay. Also, unlike jolly old St. Nick, mm-hmm. because one of his attributes is wearing a hideous mask, 
children to actually get a chance to see Belschnickel showing up on Christmas Eve or, or around that time when one of the parents had an errand to run uh-huh. outside of the home. Yeah. So while one of the parents was gone, Belschnickel would show up oh my God. wearing a hideous mask. Okay. Uh, soon after, now this is where it gets, this is where it gets intense. Okay. So the children are sitting there on their German carpet <laughs> in front of their German fire. And they hear a... A German fire is far different from an American fire. Yeah, and they hear a German rapping upon their chamber door. Ooh. We don't or, need that. Or window. <laughs> and the children are like, Oh, gosh, Nico! Sorry to all the German listeners. You know, we do actually have a few. Okay, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and... They would be greeted with the visage of a lanky, mud-caked, and masked marauder brandishing a hazel stick. What the F? Balshnikko would speak to the kids about the good and bad deeds they've done that year and would reward them with handfuls of candies, fruits, and nuts that he would pull, I guess, unwrapped out of his pockets. <laughs> you want some cream? No, thank you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he pulled them nuts out of his pocket. Gross. And he would throw them on the ground. However, okay. if the children lunged for the candy too quickly, Uh-oh. they would get a good drubbing on the backside with what? the old Christmas switch. What? Why? Which is opposed to the princess switch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to think a lot of traditions are just an excuse for holiday child abuse. <laughs> holiday sanctioned child abuse. Like, <laughs> I've spent all year with you. Now I'm just going to beat the snot out of you. I'm going to disguise myself as a monster. I'm going to scare the crap out of you. I'm going to beat you with a stick. Why? God, what is wrong with people? But, I mean, it's not all bad. Oh, wait, it is. In some versions of the tale, Belishnickel was said to kidnap children out of the bed and be dragged to his forest lair where they would be forced to pay. What? For their bad behavior. How would they do that? Some kids were said to never return. What? <laughs> what kind of trauma are we putting children Well, I through? guess this is the same people who created Hansel and Gretel. They're like, just leave them out in the forest to die. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> good night, my lovely children. And be good or Bauschnickel <laughs> will come for you. Oh, God. And you may never return. Wow. I don't even know what accent that yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know I, what that I, was. I that was a dumb Adam Sandler character. <laughs> <laughs> I can't criticize Vanessa Hudgens, except for she's a professional. She's a <laughs> She has accents to dialogue coaches, okay? <laughs> I'm an amateur. The kids were often given a chance to redeem themselves by performing some kind of holiday-related task for Belschnickel. Okay. This might include singing a song, reciting a poem, or whatever... Dance, monkey! <laughs> or whatever BS Belschnickel demanded. <laughs> if I understand this correctly... Okay. Parents would dress up like this filthy degenerate, break into their own house, beat their children with a switch... Kidnap them? Threaten, at least, to oh kidnap them. Kidnap them. And... And... <laughs> Basically, children are said to have been scared to death of this creature. Yeah, I bet. Which led to it becoming a less common feature yeah, you during, think? during the holiday. Wow, I can't imagine doing that to our boys. How horrifying is that? Can't like, talk about traumatic. I just want to have... Scarred children for life. We're going to watch Jingle Jangle with Hell our yeah, kids. I'm so excited about watching that. We're today. doing that today, and then we're going to decorate the outside of our house, finally. And then I'm going to dress up like a Belschnickel. No, you're not. <laughs> well, on the other end of the spectrum. Okay. Yeah, this, well, let's get out of it. That's dark. That's yeah. dark territory. Dork. Kidnapping children, <laughs> beating them. Let's see what other people have to say. <laughs> <laughs> we have a pre-Christian Alpine-specific goddess. Sweet, I'm there. Called Perkta. I'm assuming. It's P-E-R-C-H-T-A. I'm assuming the C-H is the heart. Probably Perkta. Perkta. And not Perchta. Perchta. Perchta sounds terrible. Perchta. So, you know, all you people who live in the Alpine mountains. Of Bavaria. You can let me know. She is um, the guardian of the beasts. Ooh. I like her. Maybe analogous to to Norse goddesses Frigga or Holda. Perkta contains multitudes and embodies various dichotomies. At different times she could be appear as young and old, 
or beautiful and haggard. She's also said to have one large foot, okay. specifically that of one of a swan hmm. or some other kind of waterfowl. So she can go swimming. So imagine this beautiful woman <laughs> walks up to you. <laughs> she's got just like a webbed swan. Nothing foot. wrong with that. Um, you know she can outdistance you in swimming. Yeah. I mean. Well, I don't know. She might just go around in circles. <laughs> yeah, she might. <laughs> okay, now we're making fun of like a. People with swan legs. Yeah, people with swan legs. I'm sorry for the <laughs> for the huge demographic of people with mutant animal legs that we're offending right now. No, I'm just talking about people with like webbed feet. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. We're talking about a, a legit swan leg. Fine, if it's a legit swan leg, I can make fun of that. Okay. Yes. Yes, you can. I can. According, it's like Hans my hedgehog. According to uh, someone you might know, Jacob Grimm. Wow. This was uh, this other this foot was to signify her otherness, mm-hmm. that she was superhuman right. and could change forms at will. Cool. Uh, specifically into animals, but there was sort of like a physical cost to that. Like, oh right. There was always some kind of. Sort of like if you don't leave the shape of an animagus, you stay that way. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Exactly. She was a kindly deity who would travel the countryside during the time of Epiphany, which is a very popular time for the Hey, that's my time. That's, that's your what, time. That's when we I'm out riding my broom nude. The Bafana, yeah. yeah. She would enter people's homes, and if their <laughs> children and servants, ha- and servants oh my God. had been good, she would leave a shiny silver coin for them in the morning. Just one? However, <laughs> well, silver coin probably back in the day was a lot. Okay. However, mm-hmm. if they were bad, or failed. Wait, so the one coin was shared amongst all these people? No, no, no. They all got their own coin. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to yeah. say. I was like, that's, that's kind of lame. Yeah, back then. Like, like, you Hi, like, servants. Here's a penny. Yeah, Split it amongst you. I think a silver coin is worth more than a penny. They had half pennies back then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because a penny wasn't low enough. <laughs> so silver sounds a little bit more reasonable. Okay. However, if they were bad... Or failed, apparently, to spin the adequate volume of flax during the year. Oh. It's a very specific. <laughs> <laughs> Big flax weavers was behind uh, I her, see this. Her. She would slit open their bellies. What? Remove their entrails and stuff them full of straw and or pebbles. What the F? F? <laughs> what? Which is very kind. No, she's not. You can't be very kindly spilling people's intestines. <laughs> Once again, we find being a child. I'm during... kindly going to gut you. <laughs> being a child during the Christmas season was a <laughs> harrowing experience. Yes, seriously. Or even being a servant. I know. Remember, there's a there was another legend we just discussed last week too. Uh, was it Bafana? Yeah, that, that was, no, that was the Yule cat. That was the Yule cat who would eat you if you didn't, didn't do enough harvesting. Or do enough wool. You had to yeah. process enough wool. The wool, wow. the wool cat would get you. What in the hell? And you got to imagine this. And they call capitalist freaks. <laughs> and you got to imagine that these are capitalists. I know. <laughs> uh, the, this alpine deity, Precta, mm-hmm. kind of overlaps with Belschnickel. So there's going to be some kind of like moment. Okay, imagine. During the weeks Imagine of the you're a servant who, who, who harvests both flax and wool. You've got two things coming after you. Yes. How terrified are you? And maybe Santa. Not even. If we're lucky. Not even. If we're There's not a shred lucky. of hope in your life for getting him. I just get prepped and belschnickel. <laughs> I, I fear for my life during the, the holiday cat. season. Wow. Ugh. It should be noted that if you were good but failed to eat the customary fish and gruel that was for her feast night, Uh she would also cut out your guts and rip them out. Oh, my God. (laughs) So if you were a toddler who didn't like fish and gruel. You're screwed. You're like, like, I don't want to eat this. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like, oh, well, then I guess you don't mind Precta coming in tonight. And ripping out your guts. Through your belly button. Wow. Eat your freaking fish. Our boys would freak out. Perhaps unsurprisingly, Precta fell out of favor in yeah, the you 15th think? century and was formally condemned in yeah. Bavaria. Yeah. She has, however, endured and is still celebrated in parts of Europe, particularly Austria, okay. where people view her as a rewarder of the generous and punisher of the bad, particularly lying children. Mm. 
Prekton masks are still worn for parades and festivals where people wear masks of the Sean Prekton or her beautiful side, which is said to be about, uh, if you see that, it's supposed to be about wealth in the coming year, good fortune, while others wear the mask of the Shyak Prekton, <laughs> which is her ugly side, which is said to frighten away evil spirits. Here's a picture of the mask. What in the hell? What is that? <laughs> That what is that? It's hard. And there's a large tongue like Krampus has. Oh my god, that's creepy. So there does seem to be a sort of a shared. Well, yeah, mythology. everything's pagan. Yeah, like everything huh. seems to come from some source, some yeah. general source. But yeah, that, and you know what? Wow. I think that might be the end of our holiday monsters. I. Good. Everything else is like nice and fluffy. They don't. They don't threaten your life. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. So, but do should we adopt either no. of these? <laughs> it's no. Tradition. No. Okay. I'm not gonna beat our kids or kidnap them or rip out their guts. You didn't eat your food tonight. <laughs> you didn't eat your fish and gruel. Just wait till she comes in with a rusty blade. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Slowly tearing apart your guts. Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. Gotta <laughs> be hard, man. It's a wow. hard life. Hard life. Our boys like. must be super soft. <laughs> our, our boys are super soft. <laughs> soft like the characters in Princess Switch 1s and 2s. Oh. So, as promised, here's a brief review of Princess Switch 1, which we did rewatch. Yes. So, we have Stacey DeNova, who's a baker in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Her friend Kevin, who mm-hmm. she is... I don't understand. They've been besties since high school, but they've never felt a romantic spark. But yeah, when he finds someone who looks identical he's to her. He's like, he, I finally have a spark and I want to bang you. He's got a boner for her. Yeah. I, I would have a boner for you, Stacey, if you had an English accent, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's all she needed to do. <laughs> because they're both nice. Yeah. Their personalities are not no, wildly different. No, they're not different. They're Okay. <laughs> the Duchess's Margaret yeah. is supposed to be spontaneous, but she's not. Never. They, she's they, not. There's a point in this movie. Uh, uh, the swi- okay, so I got identify. Switch to. Switch to. Switched uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Where Kevin and her are dancing, and he's like, We just have to learn to be spontaneous again. She's like, That sounds great. How about tomorrow at two? <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's making plans. I was like, Wow, spontaneous. real spontaneous. <laughs> but. He sends in a recipe, only a recipe, no video, no taste test, to some kind of British, Great British baking show. In Belgravia. Belgravia, which we learn (laughs) in this movie, if you're wondering where it is in Europe. It's It's in California. It's the big amorphous blob (laughs) (laughs) somewhere in there of Europe. It looked like California. Even though she's really busy, and presumably this is the busiest time of year for her, yeah. she shuts down her business yep. and flies over for a weekend Yeah, where she meets the Duchess. Because like in all perfect rom-coms, she owns a bakery yes. and is excellent at baking cupcakes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like all men are architects, yes. all women are bakers. Exactly. This is the rule of rom-coms rule. that shall never be broken. Rule number one. <laughs> What if he was a baker and she was an architect? No. It would blow your mind. No. They go over work. there. They run into each other. They realize, hey, we look a lot alike. That's weird. They decide <laughs> to switch. Yeah. Now, there's something that carries over from this movie mm-hmm. that happens in the other movie. is they lie to people that they do not need to lie to. Exactly. In the first movie, Margaret lies to Kevin mm-hmm. and pretends to be Stacy DeNovo. DeNovo. But there's <laughs> no reason for her to do that. No. She could easily go up to him and be like, hi, I'm actually the Duchess. I just wanted to, like, be amongst you peasants for a few days. <laughs> The only one who needs to lie in that situation is Stacy, who yeah. has to pretend to be a duchess because she has yeah. certain functions that she has to perform public functions. Exactly. But there's no reason to lie yeah. to Kevin at any time, except for to make him suddenly feel weird about having a yeah. feelings. For his bestie. For his bestie. Yeah. And, of course, the, his daughter, who is recast in this movie mm. for whatever weird reason, uh, it, uh, immediately figures it out. Yeah. Because Margaret burns pancakes. Yes. And she's like, you can't possibly be my baker friend, so you must be the duchess. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Long story short, they each fall in love with each other's boys. Yep. Long story short, uh, she wins the baking contest. Mm -hmm. She becomes uh, princess-in-waiting or whatever. And throughout all this, there is a pointless elf. 
Yes. Who d- literally d- performs. He just hangs out and goes, oh, maybe you'll get your Christmas wish. He performs the function of Leonard Nimoy in the monorail <laughs> episode of The Simpsons, where at the end he's like, yeah. my work here is done. And it, you didn't do anything. It's like, didn't, didn't I? I? <laughs> and then disappears. Literally. Well, wa- but in the second one, though, he actually does do something. He takes the long route to he the airport. He takes the long route to the airport. <laughs> the only thing he does. But, the, but in the first one, we're still not even in the second one. Oh, yeah. my God. We only have so much time. There's so much to do. But in the first one, she she runs into him first, this elf guy, yeah. as like a kind of a, a Salvation, Salvation Army, Army guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she gives some money to him. And he does nothing. I, I don't know that he does anything there. No, he just says, your wishes will come true. Yeah, she sees her ex and she's like, oh, right. He quotes John Lennon. And he says, yeah, life is what yeah, happens yeah. to you when you're busy making other plans. Yeah, yeah. So then she flies. To Bavaria and see... Belgravia. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Belver. <laughs> Belgravia. Belgravia. She flies to Belgravia. She runs into him again. Which means she's... the beautiful gravy. <laughs> Lovely gravy. <laughs> Lovely gravy. She runs into him again, and he's now selling tchotchkes or something. Yeah. And she's like, don't I know you? And he's like, I don't believe you do. And she's like, didn't Weren't I... you in Chicago last week? And he was like, no, how could I have been? Well, she was in Chicago last week. Yeah. <laughs> so easily a plane ride. <laughs> if she is able to make it from Chicago to Belgravia <laughs> within a week, it shouldn't be that hard for him to do so. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. They all get together. Let's talk about the second movie. Okay. Okay. Because we could talk about the first one all day, too. Oh, my God. So much. So. All right. So much. I was shocked that this show was said to have suggestive dialogue. I did not ever catch any of the suggested no. dialogue. Well, I caught some suggestions that they had sex. Because he put on because his shirt. Because he put on his shirt. She seems... Okay, okay. So now we're getting into... We got to start using people's names. So Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> we got to start using their names. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. And boiled chicken. And boiled chicken. Stacy DeNovo. DeNovo. They have been married now for a year. Two. Two years. Two years. Their relationship looks terrible. Oh, my God. Like, they've had sex, and immediately <laughs> after having sex, she's whipped out her laptop and is doing work. Yeah. She's working. And he's like... She's a hard-working girl. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> and so, Manny's goes up to her, and it's totally a thing a Manny's person would do. He's like... It just doesn't seem like there's enough time for you and I anymore. And she goes, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, hey, I'm working. <laughs> Busy here. Busy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, they have just had sex. <laughs> and she's like, not interested. <laughs> what? I already performed my duty. And then another funny thing that happens. What more do you want? Another thing that happens in the scene is we learn that Margaret mm-hmm. and Kevin have, in the interim, broken up. Yes. Which, at one point, she says, they were the cutest couple ever, right? Yeah, and I was like, well, you guys could have been the cutest couple. <laughs> you have, you, you look... guys have been besties since high school. <laughs> you look exactly like her. Oh, my God. What they look like is what you looked like when you were next to him <laughs> since high school. Since high school. <laughs> Like, you could say they were, they made a great couple, but cutest couple seems weirdly egotistical. Yeah. <laughs> She's so pretty. She is just so gorgeous so at all times. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in this movie is Margaret, who is a Duchess of Montenegro, mm-hmm. her father. Which is not Montenegro. <laughs> which is specifically not Montenegro. <laughs> her father has died? How does the lineage work? The king died. The king died, and then Prince Albert abdicated. abdicated. So, which leaves her somehow as the next line. And she's very stressed out about this. Nobody thinks that she can do it. Yeah, which is funny because we see these tabloid magazines being like, Is the Duchess ready? (laughs) And then you were like, Well, Stacey DeNovo's a baker. Is she ready? <laughs> Nobody questioned it. Nobody Stacey. questioned it. But but someone who has presumably been her whole life yeah. like, in the royal circle, they're like, I don't know I if don't she's know she ready. She married to a baker? Not yet. So, <laughs> so, if you're married to a baker, it immediately gives you access to royal and, things. And, and then we, yes. <laughs> and then we also learn through the course of this show that she says she is ready because she's been studying Montenegro history for six, six months. Six months. For six months. And you were like, man, their school system must suck in Montenegro. 
<laughs> well, first of all, she learns their entire history in six months, along with all of their economics. <laughs> in six months. Right. I was like, you can't even learn the American history in six months. Right. You can get like, Montenegro. Maybe... I'm sure is like a country that's five thousand years old because it's Europe. Yeah, it's Europe. So <laughs> they must have tons of history, and I'm sure she has to know the the history of the other countries and diplomacy and all that other jazz. Well, and now that I'm thinking about it, compared to the first one, yeah, a big point of the first one mm-hmm. is her teaching history to Stacy Denovo. Yes. So did she forget in the No, the only history she knew was her family Family lineage. (laughs) Okay, got it. She doesn't care about the peasantry. (laughs) Not at all. God. Not at all. Um, Unless they're orphans. So to avoid having or touching mayonnaise again, (laughs) she she decides that we need to make a a detour from Belgravia to Chicago. To Montanero. To Montanero to pick up Kevin. Mm -hmm. Because... Which was kind of a relief for me, because, again, Kevin and Margaret were the more interesting yeah. couple in the first one anyway. Exactly. But we run into <laughs> Kevin. When she walks in, he how does he know it's her? Because everyone is always so confused. Ma- yeah. Her husband doesn't yeah. recognize her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Kevin, when she walks into the bakery. He's like, Margaret. 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 No, 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 he's not like Margaret. He's like Stacy DeNovo. Oh, right, right, right. Well, but, I don't know. And he is just letting her bakery business go to hell. Yeah. They're busy, but he is looking unprofessional. He looks like a hobo. <laughs> he does. He's in sweatpants. His beard's all gross. When he cleans up his beard and stuff, he's looking fine. But, like, in that hobo outfit, not so much. <laughs> and we find out that they've broken up. He's still broken up about this. Mm-hmm. His daughter is going through everything. She... Why are these kids always trying to set their lonely parents up? I don't know. Leave them alone, man. <laughs> because apparently their breakup was fraught. Yeah. Like, she says later, we can't even discuss it without yelling at each other. Wow. But then, you know, they take up an entire Christmas village, kicking out all of the kids. In order <laughs> on to discuss Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. They... Seriously, they buy out an entire Christmas village, the only one in Montanero. <laughs> Just Fucking so they can have... Sinners. These one percenters. <laughs> like, on Christmas Eve, the queen has decided... I'm taking Santa's village. <laughs> You kids can suck it. No seeing Santa tonight unless you're orphans. But at one point, Stacy's talking to Margaret, and she's saying, like, what happened with you guys? And Margaret says, oh, you know, we tried to talk about it, but we could never get through the, the discussion because, like, presumably yeah. they had these like, huge blowout discussions. And Stacy's like, but maybe you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, mind your own business. <laughs> so... And you'll notice at this point, we have not even discussed the third double. No, no, we have not. Let's, let's just leave her out of this. <laughs> Fiona did, That was so unnecessary. She does not enter into this movie until about 20 or so minutes in. Mm-hmm. And she's really... I, okay, getting into how I feel about this particular movie. Okay. I didn't think it was as good as the first Definitely one. Definitely not. The first one was charming mm-hmm. and apparently magical, even though that's up for debate. That's up for debate. But it was simple. It was a simple Prince and the Popper story, blah, blah, blah. This one got a little bit too much up its own ass with its world building. Right. And I found Fiona just to be tedious. Yeah, she She really was. She wasn't funny. No. Because her plot Mm -hmm. is Margaret's coronation's coming. Mm Mm-hmm. She's poor-ish yeah. for royalty. She's poor. Because she spent all of her daddy's money. She spent all of her mo- daddy's money. So her plan is, hey, I look like Margaret. I'm going to take over for Margaret, get coronated. Just for a day so I can rob the treasury. Rob the treasury. Of, and not even clean it out. They're just like, No, she just wants to take like a few million. To live off yeah. of. Okay, so that's her plan. Yeah. Meanwhile... <laughs> De Novo and Margaret are like, let's switch again so you can have some alone time. With get- Kevin. And I-, I won't tell Mayonnaise. He doesn't care anyway. Yeah, that's the, the, the lie that doesn't need to happen. Oh, my God. And poor There's- Mayonnaise. I felt so bad for him in this movie. <laughs> because, like, even the little girl's like, you're being a helicopter boyfriend. He was like, oh, my God, am I controlling? I was like, no! You poor Mayonnaise! She- you're being tossed aside like garbage. Like garbage. Like garbage! They have I felt se- so bad for they him. They have sex, and she's, like, checking her email five. He hasn't even put on his clothes. She's already in her PJs, like, yep, yep, got to check these emails. I feel so bad for mayonnaise. 
And she does. And she doesn't even care enough about him I know. to let him in on this whole thing. Exactly. Like, and he's trying so hard to be like, you know, I feel like we need to spend more time together. Right. I know you're really busy. And she's like, well, you're always really busy. No, I'm only busy because you are. <laughs> yeah. I've got nothing else to do with my time. He's filling up his time <laughs> because she is making zero time for him. Yeah. And so instead of sitting at home, sadly staring at the walls, right. he's like, I guess I should do some charity events or yeah. something. <laughs> I feel so bad for mayonnaise in this. And she has so little respect. She doesn't even like, okay, again, de novo has a, a yep. role. She has to pretend to be right for the people yeah. while this is while she's having her date date time. Mm-hmm. And it's really not even the trick people so much as like she has all these like responsibilities. Yeah. And it's like Stacy can take care yeah. of that while you go have a date. Oh, and what I love too was her excuse of why she couldn't go to dinner with mayonnaise. I have a headache. <laughs> I'm sure he's heard that uh, a lot. I have a headache. <laughs> really? So, really? I feel so bad for Mayonnaise. <laughs> so bad. I don't even like him. And I feel so bad for him. It's not that he's bad. He's just boring. He's so boring. <laughs> he's just so so pathetic and boring like Mayonnaise. <laughs> like Mayonnaise. So, but there's no reason to like keep him out of the loop. Yeah. She could easily go to Mayonnaise and be like, Hey, hon, she needs a little time with Kevin. I need to take up some of her job duties. Hey, you're a prince. Maybe you can even help me with that. Yes. (laughs) And that way we can spend some time together. So instead, she says, she pieces out, says, I got a headache. I got a headache. I got a headache. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't even come to my room and help me with chicken soup. None of that. So she switches into her Margaret role. He does not recognize his own wife. Nope, not at all. Even though Kevin is able to recognize each of them. definitely. Sometimes. Well, maybe he can't recognize her because they never spend any time together. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. hey. Maybe this is written better than I thought. It's not. (laughs) He sits down with her as Margaret, de novo as Margaret, (laughs) and then says, I I need your advice. I need your advice. I don't think my wife loves me. Sad and pathetic, just like mayonnaise would be. And he was like, I would do anything for her. And she goes, well, you better go do that then. (laughs) I was like, like, no, wait. Now is the perfect time for you to be like, and I'm sure she would do anything for for you. you. I'm sure she's just under a lot of strain. But no, she doesn't even say that. She goes, well, be on your way then. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go shopping with Kevin's daughter for a while? (laughs) And they dismiss him like trash. I feel so bad for mayonnaise. <laughs> they're like, they're like, wouldn't you rather, uh, wouldn't you rather go to this big ball where everyone's going to be like, no, no, no. You're going to take the child shopping. <laughs> Prince of Belgravia. <laughs> I, did, I did love the fact that when he came in in his dress goods, you were like, so, what do you get all his medals for? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem like a military type. <laughs> That was great, though. Um, yeah, I didn't understand why she didn't bring mayonnaise on it. Uh, he, I said he's garbage for not recognizing her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of notes about mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, look, all my page is about mayonnaise. I say mayonnaise is getting hammered in this one. I feel bad for mayonnaise. <laughs> I was like, he is still boring. Oh, poor mayonnaise. It's not his fault he's boring. Um, yeah, I read that too. Feel bad for mayo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so well, what we do find out mm-hmm. is the reason why Kevin and Margaret broke up was he was feeling the stress of royalty, the mm. pressures of royalty. Meanwhile, have not, again, getting into the overcomplicated nature of this movie, mm-hmm. Margaret also has a chief of staff who is also trying to hook up with her. Yes, he wants the power and money. We don't know that till the end. It's a very But fro- it's obvious he it's does. Like, it's like the prince from Frozen. They leave that to yeah, like yeah. the final act. They're or like, it's oh. the same kind of cousin who was in uh, The Christmas Prince. Who, guess what? They appear in this movie. Oh, you spoiled I it. did. <laughs> and they look great. They looked great. They... Along with their cursed baby. I'm so excited. <laughs> they the cursed baby. Watch the third one. <laughs> and it was so funny because at the end of the movie, and it was literally like they got him for a day. For like. Maybe a half a day. A second. They got him in makeup. They had him sit in the pews. But yeah. like every time there's like a wide shot, yeah. you don't see them. You don't them. see them it's anymore. It's only for that one single. And I freaked <laughs> out and wrote in large letters, linked universe. Curse baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
but so the the chief of staff is talking to Kevin mm. and saying like, you know what? You're right, Kevin. Mm-hmm. You're no good. You're a <laughs> baker, and I'm sure you're a great baker. <laughs> but but you know how to bake her sugar cookies. Do you know when the affairs? <laughs> this is what he says, uh, paraphrasing a bit. He says when the affairs of state start to overwhelm her, mm-hmm. will you be a good partner for her? And I'm like, but <laughs> when you are stressed at your work. Mm-hmm. Do I need to know how to do your no, work to be no, there for you? No, you can just be like, honey, yeah, you should just kill them. It's just like a, like, <laughs> and, but then we find out that really is why Kevin left. Yeah. And it's like, all you have to do. Is just be there for support. Hey, hey if you're going to write a movie about romance and love, yeah. maybe understand the roles of a relationship. Like support. <laughs> like, I don't need And to... encouragement. <laughs> I don't know how to do layers in Photoshop. And hugs. <laughs> yeah. And she ends up being an overweight queen because of all of his baking that he does for her. <laughs> it's like, you need a cheese danish. Yeah, he, <laughs> he needs to be there for her. He doesn't need to solve her problems yes, for her. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I hated that line. Yeah, I that hated was terrible. It. So I was like, what's he going to do? Take over as king? No, that's not what this is about. <laughs> and then another kind of crazy exchange I kind of uh, I, I wrote down here. Because we haven't really talked about Fiona and her minions. She has a couple of minions that Mm -hmm. nobody recognizes. Nobody. Nobody, like, when they pull off the switch, the kidnapping Mm -hmm. plot, where they get Stacy when they think Stacy's Margaret and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, Stacy's not like, this is weird (laughs) that these people seem to be trying to get me alone when I clearly look like... And nobody understands nope. what's going on. Nobody. There's literally a scene in this movie. Where it takes them five minutes to figure out more where Stacy is. More than five minutes. I'll tell you how I know it was more than five you minutes. You timed it? No. <laughs> no. More than five minutes because everybody's standing mm-hmm. when the first reveal of a plot okay. is going on. So they're like, Mrs. Donatelli, the other dude. Uh, Frank. From Frank DeLuca from the first <laughs> one. We have Margaret and we have mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> Got a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> and they all come in, and the, this is when they're all like, wait, you're not Stacy, you're Margaret. Yeah. And she's like, that's right. And they're like, and whoever's upstairs is not Stacy because she's acting weird. Yeah. And they're like, ha, huh, what could and this then, be? Well, finally, and then a, few minute, cut, a, and a few minutes later, like, after another scene has already happened, yeah, yeah then they are sitting down in a parlor. They're sitting down. And he's like, so if that's not Stacy up there... <laughs> Where is my wife? <laughs> my, my wife appears to have been kidnapped. Hmm. We should be concerned Stroke about it. Stroke the and chin. Still, and still, they do not get Fiona. No, they don't. Even though they've remarked that she looks exactly like both of them. Yeah. They're like, hmm, hmm. it's not Stacy. It yeah. looks like Then us. they're all discussing it. And then finally, Margaret goes, oh, I bet it's Fiona. <laughs> well, they give Frank DeLuca a moment where he's like, I got it. And they're like, you got it? And he's like, no, no. God, this movie was bad. So bad. These these sequels, I'm going to say this about Netflix movies in general, yeah. when they do these sequels, it is just diminishing returns all the way. It's yes. Like, they have a hit with the first one, mm-hmm. and they're like, we got to follow it up, but they have no story for the second one. None. So they, it's just garbage thrown at the wall. <laughs> and I, I think that's like the same for like a lot of art. Mm-hmm. It's like whoever wrote the Christmas Prince or right. Princess Switched mm-hmm. too. Well, the first one, they probably wrote that a while ago. Right. And they shopped it around. It's not, not like Netflix called them up and was like, hey, I need a movie about princesses switching that are bakers. <laughs> like, you know, it was all kind right. of. It's Some, already been somebody there. wrote yeah. that. They may have thrown a line in there to make it a shared universe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it could be like the, the Prince one. Yeah. But like, then they get, that's a hit. And they're like, we need another one. It's mm-hmm. like, well. I haven't put as much thought into a <laughs> sequel, so it's not going to be good. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now, remember, we have less than five minutes to discuss the rest of this movie. Okay. Well, everything works out fine. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I don't want to talk about the plot, though. I want to talk about two moments. Sure. <laughs> I want to talk about when Kevin and Margaret are forced together to make cocoa, <laughs> where she has no idea how to make cocoa. Right. She reaches up to re- get... Sugar? Is that confectioner sugar? Is she putting confectioner sugar? No, the sugar was behind the flour, conveniently. So so the flour dumps on Kevin. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, we're going to have a flour fight. (laughs) And he throws the flour right right at at her titties. Right at her boobs. (laughs) He's covered head to toe, and he goes right for the boobs. (laughs) 
like, well, I don't think he wanted to get flour in her eyes. Probably, probably. I think he you was, think Hutchins I, was like, you think Hutchins was like, don't mess up my makeup, don't get flour well, in my I eyes. Well, I think he was kind of scared to throw stuff at people's faces. He was like know? one foot away, so he might not want to yeah. like chuck that flour right yeah. at Yeah, so Hudgens. it's more kind of like more of a floppy throw. <laughs> it was really like... <laughs> Did it. The other thing that I think we should discuss is <laughs> the mural in the bathroom. That thing freaked me out. It's a hallway that looks like it goes... Bigger, so for infinity, and we were trying to figure out what the purpose of this and it was decorated in Christmas. That's important. That's important. (laughs) So, did they hang this up specifically for Christmas to make the bathroom look like it has a hallway that goes to nowhere? Because, like at first, when you were the one who brought it up, we were around it like three times to look at this. Yeah, because this was weird. And at first. I was like, is it just cheap filmmaking? Are they trying to make the bathroom look larger than it is? Like, <laughs> but is this like why ma- would you want a huge corridor? But why would you want like a huge <laughs> corridor by your bathroom? So I'm like, okay, so that's a mural that someone has painted to yes. make it look like the bathroom has a huge corridor. <laughs> but then they painted Christmas trees within yes. the, the little in, insets of yes. the hallway. So I'm like, did someone have to paint a mural <laughs> in the bathroom just for this? It was like a poster. But still. You think it was a poster? Yeah, I think it was a poster. I think it was just hanging they there. Like wallpaper? Christmas wallpaper they put in the yes, bathroom? Yes, I think so. Look, did you see that gaudy decorations on all of those sinks? Oh, they didn't leave any space on those sinks. For soap. For soap, <laughs> for towels. And every hard layer mm-hmm. of that counter was covered in garland. Okay, I have <laughs> to say the decorations in this were over the top. Even for someone like me who has nine Christmas trees. Yes. It was over the top. And I loved how they decorated an entire palace. Five people decorated an entire <laughs> palace, including lighting it in like an afternoon. And yeah. they're like, let's get some hot cocoa and stick up a feet. That was a hard day's work. We can maybe decorate our exterior in a day. Maybe. And we don't have And we don't have, have a palace. No. We have a few reindeer and some lights. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the extent of it. But anyway, dum dums finally figure out what's going on. Yep. Kevin. Oh, oh, this was a weird thing too. Fiona specifically breaks up with Kevin as Margaret yeah. in the meanest way she could. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like this doesn't further your plot at all. No, she it doesn't. Just does it out of spite. Out of spite. She's like, she's like, oh, he would have figured me out. That's the, the that, that That's was the, the throwaway line. line at the end of the that, movie. That was like someone was like, hey, can you read this draft? And yeah. someone was like, why the why the hell did you break up with Kevin? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> she's, she's only, only there for a day. day. And then they're like, uh, oh, because he would have figured it out. But we have proven that nobody figures it out. Nobody figures it out. Freaking Margaret, who is related to Fiona, is confronted with a Stacey DeNovo who's not acting as Stacey Mm -hmm. DeNovo. And she's like, I don't know who it is. Something weird's happening. She must have been drugged by aliens. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But so clearly Kevin's not going to figure this out. Well, I don't know. He is the only one who can tell if she's Stacy. <laughs> so. He has like, I think it's got to be pheromones at this point. <laughs> oh, I know. The one other person. I'm not getting turned on by you. You must chief, be Stacy. The chief of staff. Fig- yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting a boner from you. Uh, the chief of staff figures it out. Yeah. Because she has a, a tattoo that nobody else notices. Nobody else notices. Yeah, again. On this duchess. <laughs> Nobody notices a tattoo. So she breaks up cruelly with Kevin, who's like, I can't even stay here a night. We can't get a room at the Motel Mm -hmm. 6. We got to take a flight tonight. Tonight. Christmas Eve. Get out of my country. (laughs) She basically gave him an ultimatum. She's like, like, you will be beheaded (laughs) if I see you in my kingdom tomorrow. Or at least that's how he treats the situation. And then, so they don't even bother saying goodbye to Stacy. They don't even say goodbye. They don't, say, they don't say goodbye to anybody. He just takes his little daughter, mm-hmm. shoves her into a And she's like, are you sure she wasn't pranking you? <laughs> pranking you. And, and, and he's like, what could she do? Be pretending to be someone she's not? <laughs> that's never happened before. <laughs> so he, tail between his legs, we finally get the elf. He's going to buy a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. From Europe mm-hmm. to Chicago on Christmas Eve. On a apparently, salary. there's openings. <laughs> they figure out what's happening. They captured Fiona. 
But then let her get away. But then at the end of the movie, she's been captured. Yeah. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I was like, nobody's guarding her. Yeah, you, she just, like, runs off the screen. Yeah, you say, like, wait, no one's going to stick around and watch Fiona. And she, like, has this, like, a comical, like, <laughs> and yeah, she, like, and just takes off tiptoes running. off the screen yeah. like Snagglepuss. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, well, there's, there's, there's movie your sequel. three. There's your sequel, the Revenge yeah. of Fiona. Yeah. But then, like, at the end end of the movie, she's been captured. And it's like, well, what was the what point was of that? What was the point? <laughs> They rush to the airport, mm-hmm. and they explain the situation to him, which takes, again, way too long way for people who are already familiar long. with the situation. <laughs> like, you guys invented the situation. <laughs> and you guys are like, I don't get it. <laughs> so she's like, well, even though every time we talk, we fight. And every time we fight, it's, like, brutal and vicious <laughs> and horrible to the point that we can't even finish our conversation and we broke up for a long yeah. time. I think we should get married. Agree. And, like, and he's like, sure, I got this ring that I've had for like three years. <laughs> I bought it this summer. It is the middle of winter. Yeah. I have been keeping it in my pocket for Even six months. Even after we broke up, it's still in my pocket. Even when I was wearing sweats and looked gross at the bakery. In my I hobo outfit. And we had no hope of being together. I have been carrying this ring. Oh, my God. And she's like, great. Hey, there's a priest getting some coffee. And he's like, I'm running late for my plane. And she's like, marry us. I'm your future queen. I am your queen. She laid down some power. And then they do it right in front of the coffee station so nobody else in line can get their goddamn coffee. They can't coffee. get their coffee. And they've delayed the plane now. Yes. I would be furious. But then he's like, oh, I guess you guys don't have vows. And he says some generic bullcrap. And she goes, I love you too. And we were like, oh, that's it? <laughs> that's it? She does say something, but I don't remember. Yeah, it wasn't as good as this. Uh, So they get married on the spot. They kiss. Next day is coronation. She gets coronated. Mm -hmm. We see Amber and Richard and the cursed baby. And the cursed baby! (laughs) And then uh, they kiss. And then uh, we get a really bad Christmas Mm -hmm. song. Although we did have a good Saya song that we actually paused. Yeah, that was great. Candy Cane Lane. Yeah, Candy Cane Lane. We we paused the movie to find it and get it for our Christmas collection. So that's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I was hoping for some kind of MCU-type end of credits. But it's great that it is a linked universe. That was amazing. Yeah, I think it should should link with, like, Stranger Things, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See some particles start floating up out of nowhere. (laughs) Amber, Margaret, and Stacey DeNovo and Mayonnaise end up in the Upside Down. I would kill to watch that. Oh, my God. I would kill to watch that. Mayonnaise in the Upside Down. (laughs) There's your title. (laughs) But you know what? The Stranger Things happens in the past, so who's to say Mayonnaise isn't one of the Stranger (laughs) Things kids? Most definitely, yeah. Probably. Most definitely. Most definitely. That's it. Do you want to know what other people have thought of this? uh, Yes, we are now officially five minutes behind time. Yeah, we got to finish this up. Um, I don't think there's a lot of reviews because this show just came out literally like two days ago as okay. we're recording this. We have two ethical mistakes. Is the name of the review by Nico- ethical Nicobic twenty. I don't think this person knows what ethical means. Okay. <laughs> now I will say there were some complaints uh, about recasting that I didn't bring up, but okay. yeah, because they recast the little girl. They recast the little girl. We didn't know why. Uh, Maybe I mean, she just wasn't available. She's a little girl. I know. Like, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not like she has as much control over her schedule as an adult. Yeah. You know, so who knows why. But they did recast the little girl. But I think the new girl did fine. Yeah, she did fine. You know. But I did miss the secret handshake. Yes. Like, I didn't see the secret handshake. Not once. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. Yeah. You got to bring back the goods. Yeah. When one makes a movie that is nearly 100% depraved of violence and cruelty. Okay. Then what's so and with about? all good and happy smiles, uh-huh. one needs to pay attention to the devil in the details. Oh, Jesus. So let's unpack that sentence for a second. Let's not. <laughs> so because this movie does not have violence or cruelty, uh-huh. it has. if you if your movie has violence and cruelty, you don't have to worry about the details. Right, because everybody's so blindsided by cruelty the gore? and violence. <laughs> because those will ruin the ambience. It sure did for me. If I watch Walking Deer, Deer, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Walking Dead. If I watch Walking Deer, <laughs> I'm expected to see 18 plus. 
If I watch a Hallmark movie, every single detail can spoil the whole movie. Well, that's a completely that's different not, genre that's comparison. Really, that's really not fair. Yeah, that's not so fair at all. The Walking Dead can be as sloppy as it wants to be, but yeah. this thing has to be perfect. Perfect as a holiday rom-com? Are you kidding me? Now, get get me... Get bent. Don't get me wrong. This is not as good as the first one. No. I did give it five stars on Letterbox, <laughs> though. Oh, oh, my God. Because <laughs> I have a reputation to maintain. <laughs> Two major unacceptable flaws, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Number one, they redo the switch again to reconcile the broken couple and fail to mention it to the prince who yeah. thinks she's sick. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, I agree. Okay. I agree. They really hurt mayonnaise. We, we did. We got into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 there's no reason to hide that from mayonnaise. Yeah, no reason. Why wasn't he informed? Mm-hmm. Major lack of trust. Yes, agreed. They should go for counseling or break up. <laughs> he's been kept in the dark until the end. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, don't worry. And so sorry for being a helicopter hu- husband. Yeah. What the hell? I agree. I agree. I agree okay, completely. I'm back on your side. Yeah, I agree completely. <laughs> Number two, mm-hmm. the cousin gets community service for kidnapping yeah. a princess. Person, a princess. A queen. She thinks she's kidnapping a queen, but she actually kidnaps a princess from, from another, another country. And she gets community service. Community effing service. All because she's like, I've just always been so jealous of you, Margaret. Okay, I'm back on this person's side. I'm hard on this yeah. person's side now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know why she's got to bring The Walking Dead into it, but she's got this down to rights. Mm-hmm. The employee gets arrested and serves time. In- yeah. Oh, they get went to prison? Yeah. Yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, they do. Well, then I had a problem with that because one of her minions actually attacks the prince of another country. Yes. He tries to take a swing at him. Yes. I'm like, you are dead, sir. You are dead. <laughs> yes. And they say, and the children are going to be watching this? <laughs> this movie, by its deliberately oversimplistic no, scenario. Way no, way too complicated Way too scenario. complicated. Adding that, th- it, was like, it was like juggling with two balls and then throwing yeah. in like a flaming torch. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it was meant to put a smile on my face. How could they fail such a simple task? In parentheses, I enjoyed the first movie. Yeah. I enjoyed the first movie more. Mm-hmm. I think I will rewatch the first movie oh, yeah. every Christmas. Yeah, sure. I don't know that I'm going to revisit this no. one. The only reason why I think I'd revisit this one is if they make a third one. Where it's a curse baby. Where it's a, where they introduce the curse baby, yeah. the Belschnickel. <laughs> the Belschnickel. And uh, then uh, I'll probably have to rewatch this one. But it'll be more yeah. like I need to rewatch it to just refresh right. what's going on. Crazy Kiki mm-hmm. says, loving the Christmas Netflix movies. Well, hell yeah. This one was just as good, if not better, than the first one. Disagree. Hard disagree. Great little family movie or just a good one to watch with friends. Oh, okay. I love how it all came full circle. Say what? I like how the movie had a plot. <laughs> I like how they had a, introduced a problem. They had to deal with that problem. Lots of res- conflict, and then there's resolution. <laughs> there's a resolution at the end. That was my favorite part. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Only thing I didn't care for, it reminds you, this is a 10-star review. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. It's like, perfect in every way, except... Except... Only thing I didn't care for was the annoying cousin and the obvious actress recast of the daughter, Olivia. Okay. Other than that, this movie exceeded expectations, and I look forward to the third installment next holiday season. Wow. I think next holiday season we're going to get a sequel to the night movie. I don't think we're going to see I hope so, and it's going to have to deal with a curse baby. <laughs> All of them. All of them have. If your movie curse doesn't have curse babies, we're, you know what? That's full circle. That's full circle. That's full circle <laughs> back to The Witcher. Yeah. Talk, <laughs> oh my God. Our demon babies. This might as well be our last episode. Might as well. We're done. We're done. We're done. We did it. Resolution. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about the demon babies. I do think it's funny, though, with Crazy Kiki here, how she says the thing she didn't care for was the annoying cousin, which is the the movie. The movie. (laughs) Yeah. But I agree. Yeah. uh, Because we were watching it, and even on the podcast, (laughs) we barely talked about it. Like, we were like, She's not necessary. She's not necessary. No. You could have just. You could just use a scheming chief of staff dude. He was a plenty. To keep um, her and Kevin apart. I feel like this was. Uh, Hudgens was a producer on mm. this film. I feel <laughs> like she wanted to stretch her acting she to over- do something different. I think she overstretched. But I, I think she overstretched. I think it made the movie more complicated than it needed yep. to be. Really, what the movie needed to be about mm-hmm. was just 
uh, since the first one was mostly Stacy and yeah. Manning's, mm-hmm. this one needed to be Kevin and Margaret. Yeah, and, they broke and up. like accepting the royalty role and stuff. So really, yeah. it's Stacy once again assuming control. It's a different country, so mm-hmm. it doesn't have. There could be different uh, rules. rules because, like what I know. said, I was like, "Can she still be queen if she's marrying a peasant?" Nobody even talks about that. <laughs> we don't talk about the laws of these. And we don't talk about it. Like that could be just the movie. She takes over to give her and Kevin time to mm-hmm. figure out their crap. Meanwhile, this chief of staff that Margaret does trust, Stacy realizes is evil. Yes. And then she has to deal with that. Exactly. We don't need Fiona at all. We don't need Fiona at all. And if you took Fiona out, I think this movie could have been just as good as the first. Oh, one. definitely. It had yeah. all the same benchmarks. Mm-hmm. And at the at the elf, if you're gonna freaking put the elf, use the elf. And you know what? Bring mayonnaise into your scheme. Bring He's your mayonnaise. damn husband. Trust him. Mayonnaise is what brings the sandwich if he, together. If you don't trust your husband, <laughs> I don't even know why you're together. Why Why did we have a whole movie about you guys falling in love if you don't even like having sex with him? <laughs> you don't trust him? <laughs> you don't want to be in the same room? You fill your day so much that you don't have to talk to him. Let's talk about your relationship with mayonnaise. But I think that I think that answers our questions about right. a good thing, bad thing. What yeah. we would do to change it? Yeah, we did. You take out Fiona. Just take her it, out. It, it was too much of an acting mm-hmm. stretch for her because it's basically just like I said, it's a British accent with a little bit of snobbery. Just with her wearing leather pants and showing yeah. off her nice butt. Like it would be different if she had been done doing like German or French or yeah. something Italian, something mm-hmm. other than just another English accent. Yeah. Which she can't even nail the original. <laughs> Which she can't even nail. And, I mean, I, I want to see a third one, of course. Of course. With Curse Baby. Of course. Because no one's gotten pregnant at this point. Yeah. Except so for someone... Christmas Brides. Uh, no, a Christmas Princess Curse Baby. Well, no, that's what I mean. But in yeah. this particular movie franchise, mm-hmm. uh, Stacey DeNovo and... Yeah. I thought for sure... Stacy would be pregnant. pregnant by yeah. the end of this movie. Because it has been two years. But they don't have and sex. And these holidays... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, but I thought maybe maybe the B plot of this was right. they finally have sex and conceive a curse uh, baby. Okay, a curse baby, yes. And then that gets resolved in movie three. Exactly. Just like what happened in A Christmas Prince. You guys should watch that whole trilogy. You should watch the trilogy. <laughs> because literally she thinks her baby is going to be cursed if she doesn't get this, like, what is it, a parchment signed by some king <laughs> oh of, like. Oh, my God, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Now, is that the one where it's hidden in, in a, a pine cone? Yes, it's oh. hidden in a pine cone. And she's like, my baby is going to be cursed if I don't get this pine cone Oh, yeah, signed. they'll go to war. Yeah, they'll, they'll go, go to, to war. war. And she just, this is supposed to, okay, but now we're talking about another movie. We're going over. I'm sorry. The first movie is a very practical journalist. Yeah. By the third one, she's like a tin foil hat yeah. wearing crazy person. She's like, my baby's cursed because I can't find this pine cone that leads us to war. Who believes <laughs> in, like, witches and curses. Yes, like hardcore. I mean, now, now I kind of want to watch that whole thing. <laughs> watch that, that trilogy. Watch it. <laughs> that, is, that is crazy. Uh. But in the meantime, when you're... I, I know you're all going to be busy watching... The Prince, a Christmas Prince trilogy, a Christmas Prince trilogy, and this, and this, and watching them all, yes, and then and creating your crossovers with yes. Stranger Things, yes, shared universe, it's a shared universe, yes, everything on Netflix is a shared universe, yes, Great British Baking Show, yes, part of the same universe, and you know what? Her showstopper cake was not a showstopper. Oh my god! Okay, it was okay. just three white cakes with some mistletoe thrown on it. This is the episode that will not end. She <laughs> awards those people a. A trash cake. <laughs> it is three tiers. Of just a white cake. White cake. No decoration other than mistletoe thrown on it. Literally thrown on it. Paul Hollywood would have pissed on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Piloting the Pilots <laughs> releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, or wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email at us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we will be watching another Christmas television show. Yeah! It's, it came out this year. Okay. It's called Dash and Lily. Mm-hmm. 
and we will be watching that next week. Nice. If you care to watch with us. It mm-hmm. seems to be. I've been hearing more positive things oh, about yeah? this than huh. say happy, merry, whatever. Ugh. Or merry, happy, whatever. Whatever the dumb Whatever that dumb, dumb title shows. was. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're in the Christmas spirit, check it out. Mm. If, if not, we're going to talk about it regardless. So. That's right. And we'll have to find something other than monsters to talk about next week, sadly. Mm. But I do. Well, how about just traditions, like fun traditions? Oh, I already have. Oh, you got it. Oh, this was all artifice. I was trying to pretend. Artifice. (laughs) Since we've been reading Midnight Sun, it's glorious. Oh, yeah, read Midnight Sun. That's a recommendation. Yeah, hardcore. (laughs) If you like the Twilight movies, (laughs) you should read Midnight Sun. Anyway, you're going to be so busy, and I'm just going to leave you guys now because this is way too long. Yeah. But love you. See you next week for Dash and Lily. Love you. Bye.